Hello and welcome to the Mr. Fitz Podcast. Today, Varric and I would like to share a little about why we started the podcast and how we want to serve our community. This is a different episode that we hope will give you some unique insights and maybe even share a laugh or two. So sit back and enjoy a conversation with your hosts. Welcome, everybody, to the Mr. Fitz Podcast. This is a place for men to look at every aspect of who they are and having integrity with every aspect of who they are. We also know that this is a lifelong process, not something that happens overnight. So we're providing information from experts in various fields, as well as our own life experience, and providing a community where we as men can take all the pieces of our lives and make them fit. Hey, Varric, why don't you tell the audience a little about yourself and uh, we'll introduce ourselves and then maybe set the groundwork for what Mr. Fitz is and uh, what Mr. Fitz means. Hey, thank you, John. Uh, first of all, I'm Varric. Guys, thank you for being here and joining us on our podcast. I've been married for almost 25 years to an amazing woman who's blessed me with four wonderful children. My background is emergency medicine. Uh, and for the last eight years, I've had more of a focus on health and wellness and entrepreneurship. And I'm John. Thank you so much uh, for taking a few minutes to enter our community. I have two boys who are almost grown now and a beautiful wife of more than 20 years. My degrees are in the behavioral sciences, and I have two decades of experience as both a financial services employee and for the last 11 years, uh, owning my own agency. John, you, you've got a lot of experience that you're going to pull from. And as we continue and go through this podcast, uh, and it's something that I've kind of seen you grow in over the years, but a lot of guys may be saying, okay, so what is this podcast about? And that's where we're going to, we're going to kind of set the foundation for you guys right now. Um, the podcast from Mr. Fitz is geared towards who we are as men. That place that, and you know what this is, guys, you know, it's the place that we keep to ourselves the parts of our, our lives that we wall off and only show to those around us on a very infrequent basis. We actually believe that each man has the potential to look at each part of who they are and turn that, that walled off area into an actual strength point. We call these parts of our, shape, our lives shapes. And, and this is what we see as a place of integrity. Integrity starts with who we are when we're alone with our thoughts and our actions. And that's where this podcast and community sees the biggest opportunity for change in our lives. And that's where we say our here, because John and I have not attained any perfection in any of these areas. <laughs> uh, the reason this podcast has started is because we need work in these areas just as much as you guys do. We're walking this road with each of you who are listening. We don't have all the answers, but we know that as a community, along with our faith, and our expert guests that we can all increase the value of our lives and make a lasting impact on our families, communities, and our world. That's great intro, Varric. And if you would uh, tell the guys something about these different shapes, these different areas of our lives, you take the first three and I'll take the second three. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, John. What, what you guys may have noticed with Mr. Fitz and what you will notice moving forward is that each letter of the Mr. Fitz acrostic is pertaining to a certain area of our life. Uh, the first one, M, is money. And that's not that's not all the money you have. That's not all the money you don't have or debt or anything like that. It's kind of what you are doing and budgeting on the daily. It's how you spent your money that day. We want to get things down to basics. We're going to have, we're going to have uh, financial experts on here. We're going to have guys from Fox Business on here talking about money. We're going to have uh, wealth and retirement guys on here talking about money. But what we want to do is first start 
in the M areas, gaining integrity and in how we spend and treat our money on a daily basis. Retirement is the second one, the R. Uh, it is when we plan for long-term goals. There's a lot of guys that are going to be watching and listening to this podcast and interacting in the community that have a great retirement. And there's also going to be a lot of guys here have no retirement. And so we want to meet everyone where they are and build retirement and help retain retirement. Uh, this is not financial advice that we're giving. Uh, we're not telling you what stocks to buy. We're not telling you what crypto to buy. What we're giving you through experts that we have on here are tools to work out retirement so that your family's stable in the long term. And then the last one I'm going to go over is fitness. It's not only physical fitness, but it's mental fitness as well. We all need strengthening and conditioning in our bodies and in our spirit and in the mental side of us as well. We've all gone through a very hard time the past few years. Uh, there are many of us who have lost people we know. Some have lost people that they love. Some have lost people in their home. And uh, we know that, yeah, that that affects us physically, that affects us mentally. And so we want to have a count accountability and have integrity as men to not only keep ourselves physically strong, but mentally awake and mentally strong as well, and give us tools through our speakers on how to do that better. So that's my three, John, once you cover, cover the last three, those are, those are not easy ones. Uh, thanks for letting me hit those first. Yeah. So, so incredibly important, especially mental and physical uh, strength and conditioning, which um, the next one intake goes along very well with that. It's, it's what you put into your body and your mind, you know, taking ownership of feeding the machine. You really can't help those you love and those you work with if you're constantly struggling, you know, with bad choices that we all make. Maybe you start slipping on what you're putting into your body, then other areas are going to suffer. It kind of all starts from there, your physical and mental uh, and spiritual health. So that's so incredibly important. The T stands for time. And Mr. Fitz, uh, time with God, your family, your friends, your community, uh, the time that you're pouring into them, the relationships that you have that are important to you. How are you investing that time? Just like you're investing your money and your resources, you know, time is the most valuable resource and you can't make more of it. So the way you spend that time is so critically important. And, and we're going to bring in some experts who will talk to you about budgeting your time and managing your time. And the, probably the most difficult thing that I've had to learn over the last 10 years, especially is, is how to say no. Sometimes, you know, when you see that your time is uh, stretched too thin and we're going to talk to folks about that too. The S in Mr. Fitz is substances, you know, the secrets and vices that you might struggle with. And, you know, it doesn't have to be something like, uh, you know, hardcore drugs or porn. It could be alcohol, gambling, uh, uh, simply a hobby that's dominating your life, any imbalance that you have that is affecting all of the other areas of your life and certainly affecting the relationships you have with your loved ones and all the other goals that we have to do, to do well, to do better and to serve others well. Yeah, thank you, John. Uh, that's a lot uh, to unpack. When you, actually, when you actually look at those six areas, it, it can encompass kind of who we are as men and how well we do it is how well we're going to pass that down. And we want to see not only us do well in that to pass that to the, our children and the next generations, but to see other men be able to do that as well. And because of that, we want to offer 
uh, assets to the community. And, and we want this to become a community. There, there's a website that you can access. Uh, there will be a social media group. It will actually, it'll start on Facebook. Uh, it'll be a private Facebook group, but guys that uh, are coming through the podcast and, and on the website will have access to that. Eventually we will develop, we, we have an app that we can bring on board to where guys can, can communicate and and work through some of these issues without uh, having to be on a social media platform like a like a Facebook. But we'll start there. Um, we have uh, some merchandise and some uh, some journals, and we'll get to, we'll talk about the journals later on uh, because I believe those are very important in our daily walk of accountability and kind of what that looks like. So uh, we'll have a few things uh, in each podcast. We'll have a top three, something you'll learn uh, a little bit about each guest uh, that you may not have known, even if you've seen them on TV or you followed their career or whatever, uh, you're going to learn a little bit of something on them. Uh, John, we've got quite a few guests here. Um, We don't necessarily have to tell their names, uh, but we can, let's, let's tell a little bit about kind of what they do. Uh, And I'll take, uh, I'll take, you know, say the first five, we've got 20, 23, 24 people lined up already. Uh, so you guys are in for it. Uh, this, is, this is a bi-weekly podcast. So uh, we've got almost a year's worth lined up. So th- we've got former NFL players uh, that are going to be on here. We've got some crypto uh, crypto traders, crypto um, algorithm writers uh, that'll talk about uh, time with their family uh, and, and also talk a little bit of crypto since I know that a lot of people are interested in that. We've got uh, CEOs and founders of blockchain uh, businesses. We've got the CEO for uh, human trafficking rescue organization. That is going to be an amazing interview. This gentleman actually just spoke to the UN Human Rights Council. Uh, so it's not your run-of-the-mill guy who's who's just going around uh, talking to different people. He actually is speaking in some of the main halls of the of the world uh, and getting this this message across. We have two gentlemen uh, that are on Fox Business that will be coming in. Different different parts of their career, different stories, and different focus. But we've got some good things here, John. Why don't you tease out a, a little bit more of what we've got? And I, I want to go back to one of those Wall Street gurus that are going to be on because it's an incredible 9/11 story, guys. If you're old enough to remember that, or if you've seen movies, shows, documentaries, videos, uh, it is an amazing story, firsthand experience of what he went through that day. If you were alive then, uh, everybody remembers where they were. It's one of those flashbulb moments in society. Uh, he was there. He was there at ground zero in the building. So um, you don't want to miss that one. We have professional athletes and artists, surfers. These people are all going to talk to us about what they do, but also how it affects them in, in all these different shapes or these different areas of their lives. A really interesting alternative investing and infinite banking expert uh, who's going to share how they've changed lives all over the country. Uh, one of my favorite is a guy who's been in the military, I mean, think Top Gun, right? He's a, a pilot trainer and he's going to speak to us about his life and and some of the challenges he, he's experienced and how he's overcome them. Founder of Digibyte talking about crypto uh, and different types of uh, physical and financial preparedness. We're going to have a multi-billion dollar industry, uh, billion dollar company president talk to us about not only where they've seen success, but where they build legacy. And, it, and it's a really amazing story because this guy uh, was was from the warehouse to the penthouse. I mean, as 
you know, self-made as you can get. We have a really phenomenal, I guess you would say genius. I, I, I've met some really smart people in my life. This is the one I would say is just straight up genius because he holds dozens of international patents. Uh, he's a, a surgeon, um, but is also an inventor and an entrepreneur, really stunning individual. I personally love his collection of Ferraris. Yeah, I, I think that's just a, a good teaser. And, and if we didn't include the other guys, it's not because their stories are not as compelling, if not more so. It's just that we kind of went, went through the first 10, right? So we've got a, a, a number of, of other people on there. We've also kind of got a little wish list of people we want to bring on and talk with you guys and, and interact with you guys about. But we're going to use the rest of this first episode here to kind of introduce you to who John and I are uh, and, and to what Mr. Fitz will be uh, and what uh, what we're looking at this uh, community to be that we have here with men and, and kind of men all over the world and in, in different aspects of, of life and growth and emotional state, if you will. Uh, I know that that's not something that guys usually talk about, but it's something that we want to talk about because it impacts every single one of us. The better we are emotionally, the better leaders we are and the better husbands we are um, and dads that we are. So that's that's something that we want to, to all go into. But you may be wondering kind of how, how this thing got started. Uh, it actually kind of starts back when John and I were 10 years old. Uh, we've been best friends since we were 10. Uh, we both started at a new school in fifth grade, and our moms both worked at the school slash church. Uh, we became friends. We had uh, we, we were the new guys, so it was either we were going to become friends or we were going to have to try to you know fit in alone with all the rich kids, not, right? With, with all the rich kids, yeah. It could definitely uh, both both of us came from the other side of tracks. I think you had to cross tracks to get to both of our house. So technically, you 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 did uh, we did come from the other side of the tracks. But um, one thing that you have growing up is you have kind of that at least for a while, there's, there's that innocence there. Things, things change as we get a little bit older. Um, you know, as, as, as we got older, you got your own motorcycle, you started riding the streets. Uh, you were, you were that guy uh, who had the leather jacket and rode around. I was a bad boy for a minor league baseball team uh, growing up way too fast. Uh, hearing and seeing things that uh, no 11, 12, 13 year old should see, but, um, but that's what I signed up for. Right. Uh, and so we, we started having a little bit of a different path there. And then it, it came down to after we had graduated high school uh, and, and, and granted, once again, Went to Christian school, graduated Christian school, led prayer to Christian school, kind of given some Chaplain. groundwork who we are. Yeah, John Chaplin. Uh, and and I I didn't have a relationship with God. Led prayer graduation. Didn't have a relationship with God. Didn't and John knew that. Uh, John knew kind of where I was. I was pretty miserable. Um, God had allowed me to have a heat stroke this summer of uh, after graduating high school. I remember and, that. And then I uh, tore up my arm. I loved baseball and tore up my arm that summer as well. So it was awesome. I was at, really at a, at a pretty dark point. Uh, I was working construction and um, that's where I had my heat stroke. But then I was just kind of, I was, I was depressed and in a dark place. You know, there was something in my heart that was, it wasn't like, oh no, fire's coming and all that type of stuff. But it was like, there is a part of me, which is who I was, that I had never given myself in a relationship to God. And I want you guys to know our goal on Mr. Fitz is not to bring a sermon 
every week. Uh, that is that is not our goal. But part of who we are is is spiritual. We are uh, physical, we are mental, and we are are spiritual beings. And that is really where my relationship with God started. I I actually went back to a youth pastor uh, the the next day, uh, and I said, "Hey, I, I, I know I'm supposed to get my life right with God. I know I'm supposed to have a relationship with God. And can you help me?" He's like, "No." He said, "You went to a Christian school. You know how to do this. Uh, I'm not going to lead you through anything." And so I actually went to an empty church parking lot, asked God to save me, and you know it was. If you if you can equate it, yeah, there there was a, a significant change, and the funny thing about it, you can kind of compare it to um, to Billy Madison, right? So uh, at that at that point, I started going back to people and apologizing to them for the way I treated them, the way I acted to, towards them in high school, and in watching Billy Madison, you know, like uh, hopefully my name was marked off somebody's list, right? At that time, it's like I'm so. Not Steve gonna- Buscemi said, "Wait a minute, I'm." I mean, and he puts his lipstick on. Yeah, like, Man, I'm glad on. I called that guy. So hopefully that you know that happened to me as well. And there's not somebody still out after me uh, from my days right. in high school. But really, that started a huge, huge change and shift in my life because it shifted me from from wanting to do everything to help myself to now being able to help other people, which drove me into medicine, which drove me into into all different different areas and aspects. Uh, and and it was really, it, if you look at it, that moment that shifted the way that that I thought uh, and the way that I looked at people also was preparing me for when I was married, because my wife uh, has has faced a lot of health challenges, and John, yours has too. Uh, and and that shapes who we are when the people we love faith face challenges in their lives and uh, and and challenges we don't always have the answer for. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, absolutely. And uh, first of all, let me say it takes uh, a strong person to be able to, regardless of of where you are in your faith walk or uh, personally uh, relationships, it takes a, a very strong person to admit. I'm not where I need to be, you know? Um, and, and I think that was the in, internal conversation between you and God that you had at that time that you were then able to have with other people uh, as part of your growth. And, uh, and, and if I was any catalyst at all, it was only by God's grace uh, to be there and, and have a conversation, just hold the mirror up, you know, and, and uh, share what I saw because you, you've made such an incredible difference in my life, uh, you and your entire family. Um, I, I think about your mom to this day. I, I mourned uh, desperately when we lost your dad a couple of years ago. And, um, but I'll also say, you know, the challenges that we've both been through, uh, especially over the last 10 years, um, you know, Varick mentioned medical challenges and I've, I've spoken about this professionally. So, and I, I have my wife's permission to say she's lived with uh, MS for the last 12 years. And that has been a tremendous challenge in raising our boys um, and were it not for, uh, you know, the strength of others around us, uh, God's grace and protection, you know, I, I really wouldn't be here, uh, because I've failed more than I've succeeded. And a lot of the most successful people in life will tell you, um, it's just getting back up. And I am, I am here to attest, uh, to that and really hope that you can find some value in the experts that we bring to you. Uh, to share their stories and to help make a difference in your life and the lives of those around you, because bottom line, that's what it's all about. And that's what we want to do. 
Yeah. And, and, you know, you guys, we want to be, you know, we want to be transparent with you. Uh, obviously, we don't know the people who are, who are listening to this podcast. We may know some, uh, but that's what the community's for. And and we want you to feel like if you come into that community, what's what's shared there stays there. And we want that you know, the podcast is one thing. That's a that's a public area, but the the community is is a, a private group to where if you need you need to talk about something, if you need to get something off your chest, if you got fired and you're on your way home or you're, or, you know, you've got, um, you know, an hour or two before you come home, you'll have a community to go to, to talk through with some guys before you go home and share that, that information, um, with your family. Uh, just, we want it, we want it to be a service and a place where, where guys feel safe to be themselves and to really, you know, we can be at our worst and help each other get back to, to our best. Right. Um, we, we want it to be that. We also want to keep things light. Uh, and so that's that's a little bit about who, who and John and I are. But we're now we're going to talk. We in each Mr. Fitz podcast, we're going to have a top three that we're going to go through with uh, with our guests. And and so we're going to actually do our top three here. And we want you to know it's, it's a lighthearted area, but it does give you a little bit of insight into who people are, even when you ask them like questions. So when you're in a, in a conversation and somebody reveals a little something to you um, through even just a silly question, you all, you do get a little bit of kind of a picture into that person's soul, how they think, how they function, where they're coming from. And so that's what we want to do with some of our with some of our questions. And, and, and so the first one that I'm going to throw out there to you, John, uh, is, um, is Marvel or DC and, and what character? Uh, and, and so hit us with it. And, and this is going to be different than, uh, so Varric and I did a practice run of this and I always recommend that you do that before any presentation or podcast. And, uh, and I'm, I'm going to stick with DC love Marvel. Okay. Don't get me wrong. I've taken my boys and we've seen all the movies and we've done the whole thing and love it. And it's great. Uh, Ragnarok was probably my favorite in that series, but um, I've always kind of been a DC guy because when we grew up, you know, as kids in the eighties, I was, you know, really grew up in the eighties. I mean, that's what was on the justice league was on television. Christopher Reeve. They had just come out with the Superman movie. Um, you know, Michael Keaton, Batman. I mean, that's, that's what we had. We didn't really have to my knowledge, um, this is massive influx of, of Marvel content. So that's kind of what we grew up and saw. Uh, you, you mentioned the motorcycle earlier. Well, I was the guy on the black motorcycle with the black leather jacket. And I, you know, at certain times thought I was Batman. So uh, that's DC, but I'll tell you, Varric, uh, after listening to a podcast yesterday, that was featuring someone I hope to get on the show, uh, Zachary Levi. He's a DC guy. I mean, in, in Shazam and what a phenomenal show. I thought that was an incredible movie. Uh, they're coming out with a second one that I um, look forward to seeing. But talk a little bit about your yours is a little more heady. Yours is a little more uh, reasoning behind yours. So uh, talk about your Marvel or no, your you, Marvel or DC affinity. Which one? Are, yeah, which one absolutely. You? You're you're good, man. So you know I like to write, uh, and and I like to write fiction. And so um, when the Marvel cinematic universe came out you know i'd obviously i'd watched all of batman i watched the superman we were from kansas city so who didn't like the new superman remake with uh henry cable you know he's from kansas all that stuff right. so you know everybody would think yeah that's where you're gonna go but actually you know my favorite character in marvel 
and really favorite character overall is is Bucky Barnes. And and when I said that to you initially, you were like you were thinking Captain America. I've got the Captain yeah. America chain. You've got the you shirt. Know, got, no, I, I've got the yeah. shirt. I've got all this stuff. But really, Bucky is my favorite. And the reason is to me, he he is Captain America. Um, he, he hadn't, he didn't have to be enhanced to fight for his country. Uh, he defended the little man. He, you know, he fought for Steve all the time. Uh, and really he's kind of the whole person. The, the reason is he's a warrior. Uh, he, he cared for his community. He wanted to defend his community. He was taken captive and yes, he was brainwashed and yes, he did a lot of bad stuff, but once he was set free from that, then, you know, even Marvel took it even further to where he would go and, and, and make penance and try to make things right. And in my opinion, Captain America was awesome, but his whole goal was to get back to, to, his, to, to Peggy. Right. Right. And it wasn't to to make everything, the world a better place and then make right what he had done wrong. It was always to get back to her. But yet with Bucky, he he also could have gone back in time and all that type of stuff, too, and in uh, game. But uh, he stayed back. And he decided that he wanted to make things right. And I think there's part of all of us that wants to have that redemption and that redemption part of our story where we go back, you know, like I said, I, I worked on the list right after I became a Christian. Right. Uh, so right. I wouldn't get, you know, shot at the at the thing. But uh, but really to make things right, to make penance for what we've done. And uh, and so to me, Bucky's probably the most well-rounded character. Uh, he's got the most baggage, uh, probably outside of, of Black Widow. He's got the most baggage, but he's also probably the most well-rounded. And and that's why that's why I like him and I like his character and uh, kind of how they developed him him out. Yeah, when he went back, and you could see it in in uh, what was it uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier that series uh, yeah. where he went back and and the Chinese restaurant, and as I recall, there was someone, and he was he had that internal struggle because he went back and forth several times before he finally, you know, uh, reconciled with them or at least apologized. Um, yeah. Stunning, stunning. That's no, that's really good. All right, next one. Um, yeah. Best and worst advice. Okay, <laughs> so, well, I'm gonna let I'm you actually, go first. I'm actually changing this one up, you know, because the way that okay. we, we talked about this in practice, it was a I was a bat boy and Frank Thomas, his first ballot Hall of Famer, all that type of stuff. And then uh, this past week, you know, my my kids were we were in the car, and sometimes the best advice that you that you give is one that keeps coming up in your head. Right. When you when you talk to your kids and, and having four children, one is graduated from college, one's married, one's about to graduate high school, um, one wants to be, you know, about to go and, you know, service country, all that type of stuff. Um, what has come up in my head? What if it's good advice that I'll give to my kids? What is it? And so we were actually talking last week about accolade and, uh, you know, if, if what people think of you and say about you and, and success and, and achieving goals. And, and my son was, was saying it and he was talking about something. And I just I just went back and, and you know, don't laugh at me here. I went back to cars and, uh, yeah. and, and Owen Wilson. And I said, you know, it's just an empty cup like Every bit of accolade, all those trophies, all those things, they're empty because they aren't who we are. So I'm constantly wanting to, to encourage my kids. It doesn't matter what you're, what you're leading, what you're winning, what you sold something for, what you did everything for. 
if that is what we seek after and attain, it's going to leave us empty. All those, all those things are, are in empty cup. Uh, we, we should be seeking relationship. We should be seeking um, reconciliation and we should be seeking uh, personal wholeness. And if we have those things, those are what fills us. Right. And, and I believe that that comes through our relationship with God, but, uh, but, you know, that is the best advice that I, that I ever got. And it came from, from a Pixar movie. How funny is that? And yeah, but it kind of goes along with what Frank Thomas had. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Yeah. don't believe the hype and, and that it kind of, it's a, I think it's a softer version of that, but yeah, it's absolutely has more to do with priorities, you know, and, and what's important. What a great, incredible lesson. And I'll, so I will say what my grandfather, who was a Marine, uh, till the day he died, he was a Marine. I took him to eighth and I for a Marine, uh, reunion on the, he was on the USS Bennington in world war II. phenomenal story. And he told me over and over again, working in 110 degree heat, um, whether it was cutting down trees, splitting logs, uh, clearing fields for the farm. Um, it was really anything good in life, anything valuable you're going to have to work for, you know, nobody's going to give it to you. And, it's something that um, I hope I've passed along uh, to my boys is, is that work ethic uh, and, and that really hard work. And I, but I'm going to also say, because you said you were going to change yours and you did, and, and it was advice that you gave your kids and it, something came ringing back into my mind that I've said a million times over the last 16 years. And if either one of my boys came in here right now and you ask them what, what they will put on my tombstone. It is basically, um, you know, the choices you make today will determine opportunities you have tomorrow. And I've told them time and time again, whether it's an exam they were taking, well, you can choose to study for it today, or you can choose not to, you know, uh, money that they were going to earn or something they were going to spend on. You can choose to budget that time, resource, money, whatever on this, and, and you'll have that opportunity or you won't, but there's, at some point you're going to have to make a choice. And at that point, it's a division on the timeline, right? You chose here, you chose here. Um, and, and I actually, and this is so, all right, you said Pixar. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay. And, and you don't laugh at me because, and I've said this more recently over the last five years than, than anything else, but it is the logic. It is the wisdom of Captain Jack Sparrow, right? There's what a man can do and what a man can't do. Right. So can you, or can you not? And if you, if you make this choice, you've made a choice not to do that in economics, it's called the opportunity cost of that investment, right? There's, there's what you can do. And so there's what you didn't do, you know, the choice you didn't make. Um, So for me over my life, and I think it's because in, in undergrad and grad school, um, REBT rational motor behavior therapy or cognitive behavior therapy was kind of my thing. I really, you know, and if you've not done any reading on it, it's incredible. Um, it has to do with the cognitions we have and the choices that we make, which will determine opportunities we have across the spectrum of our lives and the different shapes, uh, that we've been talking about that, that, that Varick's come up with quite frankly, and Mr. Fitz, it, it's so critically important. And there was a, there was a theorist that I studied in grad school. His name was, um, Mnuchin, Salvador Mnuchin, and he was a, psychiatrist or something, but he talked about, uh, he, he used a concept of rings and the different rings that we have in our life. If you can stack them on top of each other was the metaphor that he used. 
the more rings that you have, um, the more protection that you have, right? If you've got a community over here, which is what we're building, uh, and then you've got your family over here and you've got your business or profession over here, you've got your faith right here. Um, you have all of these different areas of your life. If one of them falls through, you have others to fall back on, right? I mean, if you, if you have a failure in business, like you were saying earlier, uh, somebody's coming home from work, they've had a bad experience, they, they lost an account, they lost their job. Before they go home, they can, they can reach out to the community and, and get some support. You know, I mean, guys don't have support groups, unfortunately. Uh, it's something in psychology we lamented. Women are much better at that. You know, they're much more um, verbal, much more social creatures than we are. And that's to our detriment, you know. And, and hopefully, guys, you find some value here and you find a community that you can reach out to whatever it is that you're struggling with. I, and I want you to know this. You're not alone. You're not the only one dealing with what you're going through. There are millions of guys out there uh, who've lives beat them in the face a little bit, and maybe they've made some bad choices, but you can always make another choice. You can always make a good choice uh, to have better opportunities tomorrow. And along with that, I want to say that list of guests that we have is not all encompassing. If there's somebody you want to hear from, if there's somebody you want us to interview uh, to bring value to the community, let us know. Drop us a line. Um, Varick, what's an email address they can use? Yeah, just uh, just reach out to uh, info at mrfitz.io. Perfect. Yeah. Excellent. So, John, let's we, we've done our we've done two questions and we're coming close to the end of the, the first podcast here. Uh, but I want to hit you with this one because everybody had one of these in school. Okay. Uh, you, everybody had that teacher, everybody had that, that, that class. And so what is your favorite, what was your favorite subject in school and why? So, um, and I said before it was, it was Ms. Kelly's human physiology and I loved it. I love learning about the body, how it works. Um, I think if I had, you know, some encouragement in that direction and made some different choices, I probably would have gone into medicine like you, cause I, I it was phenomenal. It was fascinating to me. But from a critical thinking perspective, from a uh, what helped me most in college and, and in life and in academia, it was uh, it was Mr. C's class. You know, any of the classes you took with Mr. Canavero um, made you think. And if you and he didn't give you the answers, you know, he was not it was not regurgitation material. It was application and, and critical thinking. And it was something I had not had to do much of until that point in my life. So. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, with with Miss Kelly and Mr. C. Yeah, I, I you know I, I agree with that. Um, my and I've talked we talked about this before. I was intimidated by uh, human phys in high school, so I didn't take it. I didn't think I could learn it, uh, which is funny because I, I. But you I, ended up being so much better in medicine. But in college, I, whenever I had an issue or my family <laughs> had an issue, I would call Varick and say, "Hey, bro, we got this thing. It's you know, it's it's swelling. It's you know, broken. It's whatever. What do we do?" and that was always, he was always the, the expert. Yeah. But in high school, I was not, uh, I just really wanted to get good enough grades to play baseball and run cross country. And that's all I really cared about. Uh, and so, but in, there was one class that really impacted me. And like you said, Mr. C, Mr. Canavero, Tony Canavero, I'm kind of doxing you right here. Uh, but he actually uh, edited um, a first book that I wrote uh, post post college. And um, uh, he, he taught my AP English class as a senior. And uh, one thing that I appreciated about him is he did not, <clears throat> he didn't publicly 
destroy me. We had to write poetry or write an, an entry into a journal every single day. And so I just pulled odd Metallica and Megadeth lyrics and would put them in because I knew as a Christian. But they would never he know. He wasn't listening. So I was, you know, I, was, I was pulling all those things and, you know, super deep. And, you know, I, I got good grades on them. But I think about halfway through the year, he caught on that those were not my, uh, not Being my nothing, right. right. You went nothing else <laughs> yeah. matters. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you, you know, you can't, you can't put uh, tons of Metallica in there without somebody picking up on it. But uh, right. one thing, I, one thing I learned from him is to use your imagination. Imagination. And and he reminded me so much of Robin Williams from the Dead Poets right. Society. Oh he God. would come and stand on desks. He would sit on desks and he would say, just write, just just write. And and that's really where my love of writing started. Uh, and I, I just enjoyed every bit of his class because as a senior, he was preparing me for college because he was giving you autonomy and making you think for yourself. And and that is something that no other teacher did. And very few teachers still do these days is they, they don't want people to think for themselves and um, they want you to learn the material and regurgitate the material back. And he's like, no, my material may be crap. I want you to think for yourself and convince me of what you've got. And, uh, and it really helped me uh, going forward in life and helped me in college tremendously to be able to argue for my position to a professor and helped me, you know, get, get, get grades and get uh, things that I didn't necessarily um, deserve, but I was able to argue for it and, and, and do that uh, to get there. So that was it. That was the AP English class with, with Tony Canavero. But um, we were talking in here just a little bit about, as we, as we come to an end, about things that we're going to offer you guys. As I said, Mr. Canavero wanted us to write in our journal daily. Part of Mr. Fitz is th- that daily accountability is writing a little bit in a journal. And don't let that scare you. Don't, don't you know, it's, we're going to offer that on the website. You can buy the journal. Um, you can write in your own journal. It's easier kind of if you, if you don't want to fill it out every single day to buy the journal, you can, because it's kind of filled out for you. You just have to put yourself in. But it's about three months worth. And what our goal is, is you're going to have each word each day and you write four or five sentences on it. If you did great on money that day, write it in green. If you did so-so in money that day, or you didn't, you just were kind of neutral, write it in blue. If you didn't do great in money that day, if you, if you went and, um, you know, spent $30 at lunch and then, uh, you know, you bought a bunch of crypto and it, and it, and it tanked that afternoon, you know, you write it in red that day. Right. So in every, every single area, and it's not meant to beat you up. It's meant to be as a guide and more so as a guide for your kids, because you're going to hold on to these things and your kids are going to be able to see, okay, dad started here three months later, look where he was three years later, look where he was. And this is a written legacy. It doesn't have to be detailed. It doesn't have to give a bunch of details, but it's a written legacy of you to your kids about how you're working to become better every single day. And not only will it, will it make you a better person, because if we do things small and incrementally on a continual basis, we get better. Um, but it gives you, gives your family that history and that legacy to look into. Um, so I just wanted to, to plug that because that is something we'll offer. Also, uh, as we get going, if you're in the fitness area and you want to get going, you don't know a whole lot about supplements, we'll have experts in supplementation on here, experts in exercise, and then we'll offer you quick links. You'll be able to click on them 
And if you want to kind of get started with, with vitamins or, or supplements, you can click on something and order that, uh, that month's worth right there. Um, it's not a, a vitamin that we own or we don't own the company or anything like that, but we want to give you guys uh, kind of an easy button on-ramp into some of these things uh, that a lot of times we just kind of look around and we don't we don't move on something because it's not easy and it's not there for us in our face. The goal of this is to improve communication, to improve access, and to ultimately help us be better men and see where everything fits. Uh, so we want to thank you guys for being here today, for listening with us, not just listening to us, but listening with us, hopefully laughing a little bit and getting to know John and I just a little bit better. Uh, John's one of the best men I've ever known. I've known him, as I said, for 36, almost 37 years. And so to me, I'll tell you later. Yeah, yeah, he'll, he'll share. Uh, but to me, doing this podcast is more just an extension of, of a, a good friendship. Uh, and we get to do some cool things and talk to some cool people and, and help each other and this community be better men. Well, guys, thanks so much for joining us today. Uh, Varric, thank you for sharing. Thank you for this idea. Uh, if you'd like more information to get plugged in, to get involved and engaged in this community, go to mrfitz.io. A lot of great content, materials, and resources for you. If you have any questions, shoot us an email at info at mrfitz.io. Guys, have a great day, and we'll talk to you next time. <laughs>